In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear Canon, dear faithful. 280 Turkish galleys made their way through the Gulf of Patras off the coast of Greece. Under the command of Ali Pasha, the fleet had orders from the Sultan to find and destroy the Christian fleet in order to open the way for an Ottoman invasion of Italy and Rome. The Christian fleet was commanded by Don John of Austria and counted just over 200 ships from the Holy League formed for the purpose of protecting Christian Europe from the Islamic invasion. Almost 150,000 men took part in the battle, making it the largest naval engagement since antiquity. Before the battle, Don John descended from his flagship into a small boat and was rowed up and down the Christian fleet's battle line, holding up a crucifix and telling them, there is no paradise for cowards. The wind, up to that point, unfavorable to the Holy League, turned just before the battle to give them the advantage. The Holy League sunk or captured almost 200 Ottoman ships and freed a great number of Christian slaves. The victory was overwhelming and irreversibly damaged the Ottoman power at sea. The valor of the Christian soldiers, dear faithful, while necessary to this victory, was not the sole cause of it. The real heroes were led by an old man clothed in white, bent by age and austerities, kneeling in his chapel 620 miles away from the Battle of Lepanto with a rosary in his hands. That man, of course, was Pope St. Pius V. He had organized the alliance known as the Holy League to defend Christendom, but realizing that victory comes from heaven, he had asked the Catholic world to pray the rosary as a means of obtaining victory. As soon as the Christian fleet had broken the enemy, but before any messengers had arrived in Rome with the news, he arose from his kneeler and commanded all the bells of the church in Rome to be rung and thanksgiving to be offered. For God had revealed to him that Our Lady had granted his and all of the Catholic world's prayer. The day was October 7, 1571, and so the Holy Father instituted the feast of Our Lady of Victory to be celebrated every year in commemoration of the Christian triumph. The name of the feast was later changed to that of Our Lady of the Most Holy Rosary, and that is the feast we celebrate today. Why the rosary? Why should we pray this prayer that seems to be very repetitive and meant for the simple and the unlearned? Why this insistence upon it? Why should we faithfully recite this prayer daily and not only recite it, but also cherish it and love to say it? I will tell you what each one of us should answer to that if the question was posed. Because my mother has asked me to. This is the greatest motivation we can have. We who love our earthly mother so tenderly, and rightfully so, how much more should we love, honor, and cherish our heavenly mother and do all in our power to accomplish what she asks of us? In her many apparitions during the last two centuries, the Blessed Virgin Mary repeats again and again her two requests, prayer and penance. And what is the prayer that she requests above all? That of her most holy rosary. At Lourdes, Mary asked St. Bernadette to pray the rosary with her. At Fatima, Our Lady called herself Our Lady of the Holy Rosary and asked the children at every apparition to pray the rosary. You must recite, she told them, the rosary every day in honor of Our Lady of the Rosary to obtain peace for the world. At Akita in Japan, Our Lady told Sister Agnes, each day recite the prayers of the rosary. With the rosary, pray for the Pope, the bishops, and priests. 
With the insistence of a loving mother, Our Lady has returned time after time to ask and encourage us to take up the daily recitation of the Holy Rosary. Our mother has asked us, can we say no? Why does Our Lady love the Holy Rosary so much? First of all, because it gives honor and glory to Almighty God, inasmuch as by praying it, we meditate upon the different mysteries of the life, death, and resurrection of her beloved Son. The Holy Rosary is a microcosm of our redemption. In it, we contemplate the joys, the sufferings, and the triumphs of Jesus Christ. The Blessed Virgin loves the Holy Rosary because in it we pray the Our Father, the prayer that our Lord himself taught his apostles when they asked him how to pray. She loves the Holy Rosary because in it we repeat the same words that Almighty God addressed to her by the mouth of his messenger, St. Gabriel, Hail, full of grace. Our Lady loves the Holy Rosary because it is the prayer of the humble and obedient and childlike souls. It is the prayer of the little one asking his mother again and again for what he needs. It is the prayer that shows our mother that we believe not only in her great power, but also in her great love for us. We believe not only in her intercession, but also in her interest in our well-being. She took us to her Immaculate Heart when on the cross our Lord gave us all to her in the person of St. John. Woman, behold thy son. If all this was not reason enough to inspire us to recite faithfully and ever more attentively our Holy Rosary, Our Lady has promised us wondrous graces and benefits if we heed her request. These promises were first given to St. Dominic and Blessed Alan de la Roche, to whom Our Lady gave the Holy Rosary as a remedy to the heresy and godless living that they combated in their own time. Our Lady promised that, Whosoever shall faithfully serve me by the recitation of the Holy Rosary shall receive powerful graces. I promise my special protection and the greatest graces to all those who shall recite the Rosary. The Rosary shall be a powerful armor against hell. It will destroy vice, decrease sin, and defeat heresies. It will cause virtue and good works to flourish. It will obtain for souls the abundant mercy of God. It will withdraw the hearts of people from the love of the world and its vanities and will lift them to the desire of eternal things. Oh, that souls would sanctify themselves by this means. The soul which recommends itself to me, Our Lady says, by the recitation of the rosary, shall not perish. Whoever shall recite the rosary devoutly, applying himself to the consideration of its sacred mysteries, shall not be conquered by misfortune. God will not chastise him in his justice. He shall not perish by an unprovided debt. If he be just, he shall remain in the grace of God and become worthy of eternal life. Whoever shall have true devotion for the rosary shall not die without the sacraments of the church. Those who are faithful, Our Lady continues to recite the Holy Rosary, shall have during their life and at their death the light of God and the plenitude of his graces. At the moment of their death, they shall participate in the merits of the saints in paradise. I shall deliver from purgatory those who have been devoted to the rosary. The faithful children of the rosary shall merit a high degree of glory in heaven. You shall obtain all you ask of me by the recitation of the Holy Rosary. And Our Lady promises, all those who propagate the Holy Rosary shall be aided by me in their necessities. I have obtained, she continues, from my divine Son, that all the advocates of the Rosary shall have for intercessors the entire celestial court during their life and at the hour of their death. All who recite the Rosary are my children, 
and brothers and sisters of my only Son, Jesus Christ. Lastly, devotion of my rosary is a great sign of predestination. Let us then invoke our Most Blessed Mother under her title of Our Lady of the Most Holy Rosary and pray each day fervently and faithfully for ourselves, our families, our country, Holy Mother of the Church, and for the whole world, all of which desperately need these graces that our Mother is so generously holding out to us if we heed her call. Our Lady of the Most Holy Rosary, Queen of Victory, Mother of God, and our Mother, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.